Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast, Sustainability the Green Game. This podcast is brought to you by Bring Back Green Foundation. It is an initiative trying to resolve the climate crisis through active engagement of youth communities. This is your host Shahla along with Akhilesh, the co-founder of Bring Back Green Foundation. In this podcast, we discuss about humanity's war on climate change, aka the Green Game. We dive deep into curated topics and try to analyze solutions on various climate and social issues. So stay tuned and enjoy the path to discovery of a new world. Hey everyone, in today's podcast, we'll be discussing about the challenges faced by young climate and social justice activists around the world. Today, we'll be talking with Beth Doherty, who is a 17-year-old climate and social justice activist from Ireland. She has been working on many campaigns and initiatives such as Fridays for Future and Climate Science. So Beth, could you please tell us more about, you know, how you got inspired and how you got started into climate activism? Uh, yeah, so like I didn't really grow up in a very politically involved family or a family that was really into climate action and it kind of started in December 2018 when the IPCC report came out and it gave us 10 years until, you know, climate change, we reached that point of no return. I think that's when it really clicked for me that this was something very real and something with a really big impact on my life and on my friends' lives and people's lives around the world at the moment. And so from that, in February uh, 2019, I went to a climate movement of people who were interested in kind of getting the climate movement up and running in Ireland. And me and my friends started talking about, you know, the school strikes, how can we get them going in Ireland? And then a few weeks later, which it was March 15th, which was the first global school strike. And that was an incredible day. And since then, it's just been organizing the strikes, getting more and more involved in policy. And it's really just gone from there. So I went, uh, March 15th was my first ever protest. And it's just been very kind of straight into the deep end with organizing, but it's been a major learning curve, but also an incredible experience. How was the experience so far working with, you know, amazing like-minded people from around the world on different campaigns and initiatives? Yeah, I think, you know, activism definitely has its low points, its challenges, but I think the days like March 15th or September 20th or even just the weekly strikes when you see young people coming together, you know, in Dublin, we have 20,000 people walking the streets together. And that kind of power and that kind of passion in the air is just absolutely incredible and it does bring with it a lot of hope and a lot of you know hope for the future and what we can aspire to and i think those are been really really good days now could you please tell us about the challenges that you have faced while becoming a climate activist and is there any specific group of people or something like that which have you know made it more challenging or difficult yeah, I think there are definitely a lot of challenges and I think a lot of young people kind of face similar ones. I know at first when I went to my parents and I said, hey, can I skip out on school to talk about climate change? You know, there were a few eyebrows raised, there was a few questions. And I think um, besides from that, you can get a lot of pushback from schools as well, who, you know, aren't too supportive. And um, from the community, from adults, a lot of our strikers would get harassed by adults who were saying, you know, climate change isn't real. What are you doing? Go back to school. You shouldn't be here. You don't understand from politicians to, you know, pretend to sympathize, but don't want to take action. And it can be quite challenging. And even your peer group, they tend to be the most supportive, but you can have issues with young people who don't want to engage, who don't want to talk about it. But primarily, I think the main challenges do come from the adults, from the parents, from the schools and from politicians in that sense. So one of the important questions which I would like to ask you is, you know, we are young activists and our age is sometimes undermined. 
and along with that we are also talking about a very important and sensitive topic what do you think seems to be more challenging is it because our age or is it because of the you know topic that we are talking about i think it's a mix of both i think age definitely you know young people if you're like i'm still in high school i hardly have a college degree i'm not a climate scientist and i think with that it, there's a bit of skepticism about you know how much can she understand it how much can these young people understand it and i also think the topic in terms of just the psychological reaction to climate it's very big very scary and our brain just shuts off and goes into denial mode and i think when you couple that with the age you see young people marching for a very big very scary issue that you don't want to think about and then that's a very emotional reaction to seeing kids talking about their futures and i think that puts a lot of people into the shut off mode as well and i think that puts a lot of people back into the denial and into even the anger stages of like kind of our reaction to crises and i think that definitely influences it so i think it's very much a mix of age and the situation as a whole now could you please tell a bit more about the acceptability shown by your school or parents or family or peer groups and so on um my parents well you know like they had a few questions at the start they have gotten very kind of supportive of it i think they've seen the impact that we've been having in ireland and the school strike movement as a whole has been having globally and i think there has been a lot of support and um, my peer group have been fantastic like my friends would come to the strikes the girls in my school would support it they'd be coming out they'd have their signs in school they've been absolutely wonderful and i think we've seen that with young people they tend to be the most supportive and um, in terms of my school at first they were very very reluctant with the strikes i went to them about the first one and it was a ma- it was a major no they sent out a text to parents saying you shouldn't let your child go this is the no and then with september 20th which was a while after it evolved slightly you know they sent out a text there like you know we can't stop you but we still don't think you should go and they didn't support it as much and they've there's been a lot of kind of rhetoric of well if you're going to the strikes then why are you leaving rubbish in the school and obviously that's a valid concern but they're they've been the most pushback that I've come into in, that I've come into contact with I feel do you think we need to have a strong communication with our school because certain schools are against us going to protests and strikes you know skipping school hours etc but i think that you know one of the reason for why that is happening is because we are not getting a good enough platform at our own school to raise our voice against climate change what do you have to say about that yeah no, i think there needs to be major levels of communication in terms of schools understanding what the strikes are i think a lot of them have an image of you know the strikes are almost riots and they're very destructive and i think you know schools are just kind of wary to support that kind of thing particularly because it involves cutting class but at the end of the day you know schools are there to provide an education and education doesn't just happen in the classroom it happens on the streets i learn more about politics through activism than i ever have in school and i think schools need to be supporting their students to take action because ultimately they're preparing them for the future but they're preparing them for a future that they might not have unless they're engaging with this kind of activism and i think that's where schools and um, need to be involved and we've been trying to do that you know there's a students union here in Ireland that has kind of a lot of um power and a lot of say in kind of decisions and we've been just kind of trying to work towards supporting schools to let their students go and also reaffirming that students do have a right to protest in Ireland definitely in other countries they have the right to go out and protest in schools can't really stand in their way especially if there's parental consent so I think just there just needs to be more communication with schools about why it's so important and how they can support students to engage So like while we are discussing this topic I have a very interesting question to ask and that is if you are given a platform at your own school to promote climate friendly and sustainable action 
would you still give a very active involvement or you know climate strikes leaving your school hours um i don't know if both is an option but i think definitely both in terms of you know like it is important to take action in school and to give that practical element of action and that's where kind of like individual and community action comes into play but i think then the strikes are at the national level and they're at the governmental and the structural level so i think that's where you need to be tackling you know having action in schools empowering students but then bringing that to make change at a government level and a change at like an industrial level so i think when you pair the two of them together you have a really kind of powerful recipe for change in a way Now if you don't mind could you please share with our listeners the impact your initiatives and activities have made specifically in terms of Ireland Um well in Ireland um Ireland is very much lagging behind in climate action we rank extremely low in the CCPI Uh, we haven't been doing great. Uh, we actually last week the Supreme Court heard a case about how bad our climate policy is, uh, which gives a bit of an indicator about how serious the situation is here. But there has uh, been some progress. We had in May we declared a climate emergency, and um, in November there was a youth assembly where they brought um, children into our doll, which is like our House of Parliament, and they sat and they made recommendations to the government, which were then presented to the UN on climate action. And we've seen. We had a new climate action plan come out but it really didn't go as far as it needed to it didn't fulfill the targets but we have a new government coming in who might be more focused on the climate you know it remains to be seen but overall we are still unfortunately lagging behind and we've been trying to create that pressure um but we are still not doing as well as we could be unfortunately so this period the covid-19 situation has been really bad and weird but You know due to health concerns activism has been limited to the bare minimum on the streets and it has almost completely taken a virtual presence how has this you know situation affected you and other young climate activists Yeah, I think you know obviously we can't like you were saying we can't go out and protest and protest and I think this has required a huge amount of adaptation on the part of every climate activist and part of the movement as a whole. And I think one of the big things is, you know, you're stuck at home, there's the digital strike, but there's only in a way so much you can achieve with photos and you're kind of lacking that direct engagement with people and direct engagement with decision makers. And I think that's been a massive problem is that feeling of hopelessness that comes back because activism tends to help you it gives you that hope it tends to make you feel like you have a little bit of an ability to make a change whereas when you're stuck at home you're looking at a global crisis you're looking at the climate crisis and you're seeing nothing's really being done so kind of how we've been addressing that is just trying to think about okay well when lockdown ends how can we make sure the recovery is a green recovery how can we make sure the recovery is one that divests from fossil fuels and kind of planning forward but i think a big challenge has just been trying to cope with not being able to make change not being able to engage in the same way we've been doing and also just trying to adapt to the online format since it's a completely different form of activism trying to handle that definitely also do you think that the covid-19 period has pushed back the momentum of climate change movement we have created backwards like as we talked about we need to make that green transition and if we are not able to you know achieve that post lockdown world might seem very different and we would have to start somewhere from scratch what do you have to say about that definitely and i think you know we saw in 2008 where there was a huge push for change like social justice climate justice absolutely everything and the recession hit and then we went straight back into investing in fossil fuels we lost that momentum emissions went back on the rise again and i think 
we just need to make sure that that doesn't happen again because there will be a recession after this there will be a massive economic turmoil and i think that's where young people need to be there and they need to be making sure that when we're recovering from that we're not recovering in the same way we have in the past we're recovering to a new and better normal i think that's just really important for us to have our focus on now coming back to the challenges that young activists face what do you think are the major challenges we face almost uniformly um i think a big thing is dealing with not not necessarily the weight of activism but just dealing with activism in its whole because i think it's very easy to slip into a situation where activism activism takes over your entire life and that is because sometimes it is the only thing you can think about because it has such a massive impact on your life it's impacting on people already it isn't just a thing we're going to see in 10 years it's something we're seeing in young people's lives right now and young people are suffering because of it and i think a lot a lot of the time it's very hard to cope with that kind of realization and dealing with that and then finding a healthy balance between working on what is possibly the most important cause that our generation will have to work on and also still managing to maintain you know your mental health and look after yourself and still managing yeah. to live like the normal parts of being a teenager i think that is a big challenge and also social media definitely like kind of the harassment there and just dealing with pushback from adults and pushback from politicians especially yeah as you mentioned about mental health i think it is also a very very big challenge because a lot of activists are facing echo anxiety which is coupled usually along with the lack of government action which takes a huge toll on us actually have you personally faced this problem um it is definitely a big challenge like i remember as soon as i kind of read that ipcc report it was just all i could think about was okay in 10 years time i you know the world's going to look completely different right now people are suffering because of climate you know this climate refugees nothing's being done we've known about this why aren't we doing anything and i think that's very common with every young person that i know i think there's no you'll struggle to find a young person who isn't worried in some way about what their future will look like whether it's about climate change or whether it's about like every other issue we're facing at the moment and i think one thing i have heard pretty unanimously though from talking to climate activists is that activism helps you to deal with that you know what i mean like going out and organizing protests and meeting like minded young people gives you a sense of being able to do something so we have discussed and covered a lot of important topics but one another important topic that we should be addressing is about cyberbullying it has become a very very common thing these days and i feel a lot of young climate activists are going through the same or facing these problems what are your thoughts about this and you know could you share if you have felt it personally ever Yeah, I've been lucky enough to never kind of experience bullying from my peer group or from anyone my age just because like I said I have been lucky enough that they've all been supportive but online especially I think there's a certain demographic and that is very much kind of middle-aged and men particularly especially against young female activists we've noticed there's a lot of twitter abuse and there's a lot of kind of you know you know nothing go back to the kitchen shut up sit down yeah. all this stuff and I I've never met an activist especially a young female one who hasn't faced some sort of online abuse uh whether that's like after a media thing whether it's at a strike there's always some sort of there's someone there to kind of cut you down criticize you and kind of go at you online and it's just trying to learn how to deal with that cuz it can be quite hurtful especially when you're you know 15 16 it's your first time dealing with it so now before we wrap everything up could you please suggest a few ways to deal with all the above mentioned challenges or problems Yeah, I think you know, like we said, there's a lot of challenges. There's, you know, dealing with your peer group, there's dealing with schools, there's dealing with politicians, your parents, absolutely everything and then dealing 
with the realization that your future that you've been told this whole time you're going to have is actually up in the air you don't know what that's going to look like and it's already impacting people around the world you might be seeing the impacts like it's here it's happening kind of dealing with the weight of kind of a global crisis that no other generation seems to be acting on right now and i think trying to deal with those challenges coupled with social media coupled with mental health issues coupled with the abuse that you know young activists get all over the world and potential political persecution it really isn't easy to deal with um and you know the solution to that really varies depending on where you're from and what your situation is and kind of your ability to engage but i think one thing i will say especially from a mental health perspective is that getting involved with activism can genuinely give you a sense of hope in a way that you can't necessarily and it gives you a feeling of being able to create change and being able to engage with like-minded young people who care about this, who care about not just like climate action, but climate justice, about changing the way our society fundamentally works to create a better future, not just for us, but for our children, for our grandchildren, so that you know they don't grow up in the same nets that we're growing up in at the moment. And it is a mess that's happening right now. It's not just in the future. And I think by engaging in activism, you see that hope and you kind of help to create that hope and you help to create that change. And I hopefully if enough of us get involved, we can make it so that future generations don't have to worry about the same things we're worrying and the same challenges we're facing right now. Now, that was a really great message. And yeah, let's hope that the stage kind of changes in the future and eventually we'll be able to get a really positive result. So Beth, thanks a lot for joining with us today. I hope you are staying safe and keep the momentum going. It was really, really great to talk with you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information on sustainability and how you can start a change, follow us on Instagram at bbg.initiative and visit our website bringbackbean.com. Tune in to our next episode. Until then, stay safe, stay green.